What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 36 of Track Talk Podcast. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah, and we are on the struggle bus. Yeah, my voice is kind of gone, so I apologize in advance if just for this. Um, also, apologies because my family is still fostering cats, and they're making a lot of noise right now. So if you can hear that in the background, I'm deeply sorry. They'll be okay. They'll be fine. Yeah, we had a bit of a wild weekend. Um, we I talked about it a few episodes ago, but we had a Taylor Swift dance party to attend this weekend, and I drink approximately one one night of the month, <laughs> or not the month, the year. Yeah. And that was this weekend. Yeah. So struggle busting it out. And it, this will be a shorter episode just um, because we're going to be putting out some more content this week after the golf happens on Wednesday, I believe. I it was we're, Tuesday. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. After the golf happens on Tuesday, um, we're going to have a little recap of that. We don't know whether that'll be its own episode or a separate episode quite yet. It really depends how much content comes out of that golf mm-hmm. Uh, match so yeah I'm sure there will be lots because I think it's gonna be fun but this episode is gonna be short we might have another short one this week and then we'll have a biggie after the race weekend yeah I haven't watched full swing yet I didn't think so I'll do it tonight no you won't (laughs) did you finish twin flames I did finish twin flames okay so I recommended Emma two documentaries um twin flames and full swing because I just want her to watch it but um any crime documentary comes first, first so yeah. she watched that one. Did you like it? It was messed up. It was messed up. How do you not know you're in a cult? I think people, well, it, it, that's that's consistent across everybody. Or yeah. Every cult story I've ever seen is, yeah. you know, people don't realize it till later. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's a recommendation from us. If you're just escaping, killing time. Yeah. Escaping Twin Flames is yeah. what it's called on Netflix. If you're just uh, trying to kill time before Vegas this weekend. Also, um, fun note, so Vegas is weirdly timed just because they're trying to make it a night race but it's at midnight for us mm-hmm. on the 19th that's well, like saturday night it would be saturday night, but it's actually sunday morning yeah right okay my birthday is friday i was gonna say are you still doing your birthday thing yeah <laughs> my birthday is friday so i am having a little weekend of festivities we're going to the jonas brothers on thursday night we're going, going to jonas to... Brothers. are you really yeah. oh, i didn't know that we're going to a hockey game on friday night saturday night i tentatively have planned a carding championship with my friends and I I dropped the ball. I sent out the text and I called it the Hannah Cup and I should have called it the Hand Pre. Oh. I know. You can change it. I think I might change it. The Hand Pre. <laughs> like <laughs> That's good. So, yeah, my dad made me a trophy and we've Stop. got champagne. I it's still in the works cuz carding indoors is actually quite expensive. Have you been to Speed World no, before? No, and I've never been. It's I mean it's not I mean I've done Speed World and then I did the karting track at Coda. Like okay. Coda takes, like it's obviously so much yes. But Speed World, it, it's it's like it's fun if you've never done it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I still just need to work out some kinks and stuff. But um, yeah, so if I thought this weekend was a grind, next weekend mm-hmm. will be a grind for me. Yeah, I'm gonna have to sleep for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think. Um, also, next after the race will be that week would be when American Thanksgiving would happen. So. Um, I actually oh, do have some time off that I week. have an American Thanksgiving dinner this Friday. Okay. So yeah, we're both celebrating this year. Anyways, yeah. that's just like, I guess, like a quick roundup of like our lives. What's, yeah, this is what's going on. Just in case you care about us at all. I um, hope you do a yeah. little bit. <laughs> we're going to talk about Vegas. Vegas prep. Tracks. Is there still track stats? There's the shortest version of track stats yeah. ever. And that's not a TikTok version. <laughs> because there's been no races. Right. I, I will just talk a little bit about the circuit, but yeah. We'll get to that after. Before we talk about like Vegas track, track sets and everything, 
the I'm sure we've all heard the rumors that there was going to be a strike that kind of affected the Grand Prix week Grand Prix weekend. There is no strike. They have come to uh, an agreement, mm-hmm. whether that's temporary or ideally like long-term mm-hmm. like collective agreement. So there's no strike this weekend, for, but it would have been like all the hospitality and culinary workers mm-hmm. across like all the casinos along the strip. How messed up would that have been? It would be so very Vegas coded. I was going to say with everything that's kind of happened this season so far in the lead up to Vegas, yeah. this wouldn't have shocked me if no. a strike was what it took it down. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just keep hearing more things. Like I had a guest come in to work the other day and he was wearing a Formula One um, Vegas Grand Prix sweater. And I was like, oh, are you going to the race or is that just something that you have um, to watch? And he was like, oh, well, I was actually in Vegas last week. And he was saying that he's like, the strip is absolutely ruined. He's like, as someone that frequents Vegas, I don't like this at all. He said that some people were telling him And again, I don't know. This is all hearsay. I've never been to Vegas. I don't actually know like the ins and outs of like what it should look like. But um, the Bellagio fountains apparently are not even visible currently. Mm -hmm. You have to see them from inside the hotel. And this man told me that that could be a three to five year thing. Well, because they've contracted Vegas for the next 10 years. Like, are they going to demolish everything and rebuild it again? Right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure either. I don't. I don't understand. Like I have said throughout this whole thing, I hope that it blows my socks off and that I love it because yeah. otherwise the hate that that people have for it already is really tainting mm-hmm. how I feel about the Vegas Grand Prix. I know. Well, they built those sidewalks the um, that go over the road for okay, people to yeah. like, keep yeah. walk during the race, but they put like plastic over it so you couldn't see well that's actually pretty standard so yeah when I but was people in... are pulling the plastic down oh okay. like they it's not like properly done it's just like decals or something that people are literally pulling off like this has happened a few times in the lead up hmm. which i think is pretty funny when i was in montreal and we had our grandstand seats were over we had to go over the track to get into the inside of the track so we had to go over like a walkover and hmm. it was just like yeah like um vapor barrier or not vapor barrier like i don't know like, a, just like a blue tarp. Yeah. Well, a tarp would make more sense than whatever plastic stickers that they yeah, put up. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, we could talk about the cold weather. Or we could talk about pit lane exit. Which one do you want to talk about first? Let's go cold weather because we're very familiar with it. <laughs> um, apparently, this is something that the FIA didn't consider. Okay, that blows my mind. I don't understand how they don't take it into consideration. But we've seen this time and time before. We saw it with Qatar. We see it with rain. We see it with extreme heat. Like this is, they don't consider weather when they put a, a, a race on the calendar. It wasn't even that they didn't consider weather. It was the fact that they didn't even think about the fact that it gets cold at night in Vegas in December. Right. Not like cold, cold. Like it's fine. You can walk around in a sweater and you're good, but cold for the cars. It's it's less about the, yeah, it's less about the, the attendees mm-hmm. and it's more about tire temperature and how that can be um, detrimental to a car's performance and also very dangerous so there's less traction mm-hmm. and it ends up being a bit more of like a slidey like mm-hmm. a slippery slidey kind of yeah, kind sure. of race usually drivers if it's like if the track's cold they need to heat up their tires um and they do that with like high-speed corners are there high-speed corners in this track hannah uh no no it looks no. like a pig it's just a bunch of straights yeah so there's not really a lot of opportunity for the drivers to heat up their tires get to the proper temperature that they need because by the time they do there's another straight and they lose that temperature. Like that heat doesn't stay within the car. So according to Ross Braun, someone who left Formula One management 
ahead of the 2022 season, but still was involved in the decision-making progress for Vegas. Um, they said, the one thing we hadn't considered initially, but the tire company have dealt with is it gets very, very cold at night when the race is happening, which is Saturday night, it's been known to drop down to three or four degrees. Um, it can get quite cold. And of course, getting the cars to work in those temperatures can be a challenge. We're definitely facing some new challenges, which we've never had before, but I think it'll be spectacular. I don't think spectacular is the word I would go for. I'm terrified. And I know I'm smiling right now, but I'm very, very scared as to what like is actually going to happen during this race. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, spectacular. I'm not sure. I think that's a reach. Um, I mean, we can just get right into it. The pit lane too. That's just another like absolute safety hazard in yeah. my mind. So where the pit lane exit is, it's right before the turn. It's right before turn one. Right. It's a sh it's a sharp left turn into another left-handed turn. So when these drivers are making that turn, these drivers that aren't coming out of the pit lane, they're going to be sticking to the inside of the track where the pit lane exit is. So one, the cars leaving the pit lane are in the way. Right. Two, the cars leaving the pit lane don't have they don't have enough time to get their tires up to temperature to make that sharp left-handed turn. Right. Like well, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know like, who decided. There, There is, I would say there's three longish straights on this track mm -hmm. that you could have had a, a pit lane exit. Well, I, they also had to take in consideration Vegas's infrastructure. Right, the infrastructure. So yeah. they couldn't, unless they wanted to completely demolish the straight. Like, I mean, they, at this point, like, what, already, what else? What? Yeah, they pretty much already did. I put on our um, story some, I was like, let's just hear your wildest predictions for this race. A lot of people were saying Williams podium. Yeah, no, people think Williams is going to. This is so funny. My dad came upstairs this morning. He was cleaning the basement. He came upstairs wearing this like baseball jersey. It's gray. And it had a black W on it. And it had number 14 on the back of it. And I said, sir, what is that? And he's like, oh, I just like, I just like made this for myself when I played baseball. And I was like, okay, can we change that 14 to a 23? And this is now an Alex Albon jersey for me. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, so, good. so if you see me next week in a W jersey, that's because Williams was able to pull it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I you wouldn't surprise me. Williams is they're they're known this season to be pretty dominant on the straights. I'd put on our story that if Logan gets in the points without a disqualification, like without it without another the, card, yeah. just yes, yeah. If he gets in the points by himself, I'll vote him. I would go day. as far as to call them true points. True, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, the last points he got were, were because there was three disqualifications. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they're points. But I would say if he can get into 10th at least mm -hmm. on his own merit this week. Driver of the day. Driver, yeah, driver, driver of, of the, the day. day. Also, people are just kind of, like, tweeting, like, we should just collectively do that. Like, it, there's, like, kind of, like, a Reddit conspiracy that, like, we should all vote Logan Sargent for driver of the day. And then just I because? saw... Yeah, just because. And then I saw... I don't remember which driver it was, but then I saw someone quote tweet and said, we all did this for this driver at this race. I, I can't remember for the life of me which driver they're talking about. And apparently if it's like a, like a weird vote of like a lot of people, like seemingly like trying to like hijack the votes, they'll, they won't count them. What? Like, are they, really? This is, this is something I saw on Twitter this week that like, yeah. even if everyone is like, we're going to give it to Logan Sargent because we just love him and he deserves at least something. They still won't give him... Like, if he doesn't do anything spectacular during that race, they won't give him driver of the day. It seemingly has happened like that before. That's insane. That's stupid. Okay, we had to take a quick break there. Probably you... We would have just cut it in the podcast, but the cats got into all the toys that I hid and there was just this loud crash. And then we had to wrangle Lando back into the... 
<laughs> room. We named the cats after the drivers. Anyway, we're back. We're out of breath. <laughs> that was a workout. Yeah. I'm a Lando girly, but oh my god. I hate the Lando. They're he's not... a little shit disturber. He's a little shit disturber. Fitting. It is personality. Very we'd put on our story the wanting people to share their wildest predictions. Uh, again, a lot of people said Williams podium, or at least both Williams top five. Would not shock me if that happened. A lot of people were saying Lando P1. Besties, I think we need to be real here. I think Max is still going to win this race. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's shown time and time again this season that even if it is a track that doesn't look like it's going to suit the Red Bull, he can still do it. He makes it work. So... Yeah, let's be let's be realistic. Someone said Esteban crashes into Max while exiting the pit. Listen, I could see that happening. Are they saying that because Esteban is a menace in the pits? And because of the pit lane. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening. Someone says another Carlando podium because the track is similar to Singapore. Track is similar to Singapore, yes, but track conditions are not. So, and that has a huge factor in it. Although we'd love to see it. We would love to see it. Whoever said Lance on the podium, yes. Listen, if anything crazy is going to happen at any race this season, it would be at Vegas. Whoever said Lance on the podium said that so that you would say that probably on, on the podcast. Well, shout out to whoever said that. Thank you so much. Um, people are wanting Danny Rick on the podium or thinking that's going to happen. Hey, the Avatars, they've been cooking, you know? It wouldn't shock me <laughs> if they've they got on cooking. the podium. They've been cooking, but you know what's in Vegas? Mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> It came my brain. It's like, I have to say it. What does that mean? Well, this just, yes, they've been cooking, but you know, I still don't think that that will do much here. Okay. What do you think? Your wildest prediction. What do you think is going to happen? Okay. What I think and what I hope are two very different things, but I think Alex Albon Williams podium. Like I am so here for it. I'm so here for it. This is his weekend, by Mm -hmm. the way. He's participating in the, the Netflix cup. Um, and so Lily's going to be there as well. Mm-hmm. And I just, this is his weekend in my eyes. Yeah, fair. He doesn't seem like that much of a Vegas guy. Did you see, did you guys, all of you, see the Grill the Grid episode this week? Lando was thrown so far under the bus. I know. But I think they recorded this early on in the season. But, like, the amount of people that were like, Lando's most likely to get married in Vegas, most likely to get a tattoo, most likely to bet it all on black. Like there's a lot of Charles too. There was yeah, what Danny Rick said. Charles likes to date. Oh, I no, thought he, that no, was funny. He said he likes relationships. Oh, he likes relationships. I thought that's that was a funny. known fact. I think Charles, in the four years that I've watched Formula One and known him, you know, he's had relationships. He's he's spent maybe three weeks single. Who um who was it? I think it was George that said Lando's wild right now. Yes. Or even Max was like, well, right now, Lando. Yes. So something, I guess, at the beginning of the season, Lando was, you know what? He was in his party era and I respect it. I do. If Lando doesn't show up, if he goes full hangover this week and doesn't show up to the start, I will need a whole movie made about it. Yeah. Something goes, okay, something happens. All of a sudden, Lando's missing. I haven't seen a hangover in so long. Oh, God. Lando's missing. Uh, Charles shows up with a baby. No, Carlos. Carlos would be the Carlos one would show up, up with the baby. With the baby. Danny Rick stole the tiger. He stole Mike Tyson's tiger. 100% that would happen. Um, Who gets married? I'm Realistically, probably Alex. I was just thinking Alex probably yeah. gets married. But like to Lily. Yeah, this could be a full hangover weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the race, it's just everyone trying to find Lando and figure out where the baby came from. Right. That's it. Who jumps out of the car, or the back of the car, the trunk of the car? 
Pierre. Yuki and Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. Together. Yuki and Pierre together. Oh my god. Yeah. I now I hope that's what this weekend brings. Yeah. I don't want to race anymore. I just need a hangover. I just need a hangover reenactment. <laughs> I'm it. gonna watch do you ever when you have an event coming up in your life, do you ever watch movies that like kind of like make you feel like not I'm not saying like the holidays are coming up, you're gonna watch a holiday movie, but I'm saying like if I'm going to a party, I'll watch Project X. Really? Or like if I'm like Oh, I, when I was going to Italy, I watched the Lizzie McGuire movie. It's just like oh my God. things that like relate to no, like I don't do that. things in my life. Um, let so, us, let us know if you guys do that. I don't do that. Yeah. That could be just a total weird Hannah thing, but, um, I'm very like sentimental in my brain and that's the way I show it. Anyways, mm-hmm. with Las Vegas being this weekend, I'm going to watch the hangover, at least the first one, cause that's the one in Vegas and any other Vegas movies. Oh, I'll watch, uh, Monte Carlo before I go to Monaco next right, year. Right. Yes. See, you're getting the hang of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've actually said that on the podcast yet, but I'm going. Not to the Monaco Grand Prix. Not to yeah, the Monaco right, Grand Prix. Yeah. Not going to that. But just a little trip to Monaco without Hannah, sadly. I can't think of any more Vegas movies. Now You See Me too. That happens in Vegas. Oh, I've only seen the first one. You haven't seen the second one? No. It's so good. Percy Jackson. Oh, oh my God. How could I forget? Percy Jackson. How could the, I forget? The Lotus, the Lotus Casino or right. whatever. My sister and I will watch oh that movie... God. 12 times a year. I love that movie. I mean, it's not good, but it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, they'd go to Vegas. I forgot about that. Oh my God, I'm watching that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just going to do track stats real quick. Okay, it's yeah, take get, me in, about get, into, seconds get here. into track stats. Um, welcome back to track stats with Han. <laughs> we are in Las Vegas this weekend. The track looks like a pig. <laughs> I've been saying this since the start of the season, and now there's all these memes coming out about it. And I'm like, we, we, know, we knew. We've been saying this. Yep. Yeah, um, it consists of 50 laps and two DRS zones. Pit lane exit's a disaster. And it's the first Grand Prix this year. So there's no lap record, winner, quali, anything to talk about. That is the fastest ever edition of track stats. <laughs> there's gotta be something to talk about. They're, they're, um, um, well, they did release this week, like, you know how they name corners on most tracks? Yeah, did they, they name corners? They did. But their names are based on, like, where the corner is located. So at turn 12, there's, like, a like a fashion mall or something. Okay. And I just saw some tweets being, like, that's where Lewis and Joe are going to go out. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> also, I saw a really funny tweet this week. This is a full F1 Twitter episode. But it was... Um, um, pause for a second. Guys, I'm so sorry about the cats in the background. Like, they are just... They went out of the room. We keep them in. And I'm just... I can't do anything about it. This... We're almost on recording. Then they can be free. <laughs> I saw a tweet that said... If Kimi Raikkonen DNF'd at this race, he would be at the Caesars Palace oh, bar yeah. so fucking fast mm-hmm. with all of his money on black or yeah. red or whatever. But it was just like, because obviously there's that iconic moment of Kimi crashing out of Monaco and then just jumping on his yacht yeah. and watching the rest of the race. That's exactly what would happen. That's 100% what he would do. Yeah. Um, speaking of Caesars Palace, there was a race in Vegas before from 1981 to 84 and it was called the Caesars Palace Grand Prix. It looked weird. It was weird. Like, the pig is no better than what it used to be. It was only actually part of the F1 championship or during 81 and 82. So the track existed outside of those years as well, though. It took place, like, in the parking lot of the Caesars Palace Hotel. I know. The parking lot. So not the strip, but, like, literally, like, it was weird. It was such a short track. Somehow when I imagine Vegas, I don't imagine there being parking lots. No. We got sidetracked by talking about the hangover. So your prediction... Are you online shopping right now? No, I'm deleting emails. (laughs) 
Um, prediction, you just, Alex on the podium. Yeah, I predict Max to win. That's fair. It is what it is. Um, I predict Alex on the podium, I don't know where. And I predict, predict Lewis to be there too. Mm-hmm. I, Even though people are giving Mercedes a lot of shit these days. Yeah, I don't think this is a track for Mercedes. I will be surprised if both of them finish in the top 10, not gonna lie. I think Max is gonna win. I think we're gonna see like a like a regular on the podium. So like Lando or Fernando again. And then I, I hope it's Alex as well. I need it to be Alex on the podium. Oh, well, I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Ticket prices are plummeting. Yes. So if you wanna go to Vegas and you're like, I can't afford it, you might be able to now. Like genuinely, we're not sponsored by Vegas. We're just saying you you could be, you could go. Prices have dropped a ridiculous amount. Yeah. You know what's not dropped? Mm. Prices to get there. Flight prices. Okay, but I was looking at it and a lot of times Vegas will have deals anyway because they know that you're spending all your money there. Yes, yes. Like they, the money that you spend in the airport, like getting there, that doesn't go into the economy for Vegas. Mm. It's what you're spending at the hotels, at the casinos. Mm-hmm. So like they're, I feel like they do try to lower the prices what they can. And it's like if we, I looked at a flight from our city to pretty much everywhere else, it's, it's insane but vegas is like reasonably affordable no matter what just like putting that out there so you could be able you might be able to go to vegas you might be able to afford it we're not going to vegas <laughs> we can't afford it but um but that's another three things but like kind of one thing well okay. i guess three things because it's all about charles what charles and the dog was that lorenzo's dog no it was it was his um his his designer friend's dog and i don't remember what his designer's friend's name is but he's the one that created the bleach pants donnie donnie so yeah, those photos of Charles and the dog, um, I cried. Charles and the paparazzi pictures. They, I have never <laughs> seen a couple more drunk. <laughs> like they, I'm I'm kidding. I have, but they're like they found it really funny that they're mm. getting pictures taken of them, which I guess might not happen in other. Cities, I don't. I mean, they were in Beverly Hills, right? Which is Celebrity Central, right? Um, and they were leaving a club. They were at a dinner restaurant. But I guess Danny Rick was also there. Yes, Danny Rick was also there. What? I don't... What kind of... Co- like, what are they talking I'm about? I'm not sure, but I, I, I found it so funny that they just... They were laughing so hard. I was like, oh, they've got yeah. to be super drunk. Him and, uh, him and him and Alex, Alex were, like, photographed leaving. And they... Like, tra- like you know, he's just got... He's just happy and smiley. And I'm like, you are... You had a few drinks at dinner, which is, like, totally fair. Good for you. Good for you. But the paparazzi pictures were, were pretty funny. But I guess, yeah, like, there are... There's never really paparazzi pictures of the drivers unless it's Lewis Hamilton. We've talked about the the boy bandification of the F1 drivers for sure. This like I guess it was just it was different like to see like p- actual paparazzi photos. Like you don't see that with F1 drivers. No, I think it's because a lot of them living in Monaco, mm-hmm. they it's very normal. Like that, their that lifestyle is normal. Right. So I, it, it wouldn't be crazy like they wouldn't be papped in Monaco cuz mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's Every, that's yeah. kind of where they're supposed to live yeah. almost <laughs> in a way yeah. so yeah i'm not i mean it's also just the united states it's like, the united it's, states yeah it's california like that's it's new york like that's what's gonna happen they're gonna be i mean i'm sure there's lots to do i'm sure um, they were invited to many places probably okay last thing about charles lots of talk about charles and contract negotiations but nothing has been confirmed yet about him being signed on past 2024 but there's a lot of talk about the talk do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what's going on. And well, I, it was the same thing with Lewis before his extension was was announced. Yeah, but I, I'm i pretty sure no one expected Lewis to go anywhere else. But do people actually expect Charles to go anywhere else? Because I don't actually expect him to go anywhere else. Really? Would I like him to, you know, figure out his options? Yeah. I don't see him going anywhere else, though. Mm-hmm. He would be, I fear, 
that he would be hated way more if he left Ferrari. I don't think so. I think the the fans of Charles want to see him somewhere else. Right. Or like some but fans. But a lot not- of Charles Charles's fans are Charles's fans because they're long-lived Tifosi fans. Yeah. Right. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. World Endurance Competition. Yes. So we didn't get to talk about it last week. Females in Motorsport Spotlight. Females in Motorsport Spotlight. So the last race weekend in Bahrain, the Iron Dames made history being the first all-female-led team to win a WEC WEC race, which is super exciting, which also also meant that they claimed second in the championship because of that victory, Um, which, like, insane. Insane. I, there's no no other words other than just to say, like, I am so proud of where the world of motorsports is going mm-hmm. for females and how it's becoming, you know, more normalized and they're succeeding. And uh, yeah, I just and of course, you know, there's going to be the the super misogynistic comments that we get every time we do talk about females in motorsports saying, you know, they're just not going to be as strong as as men, whatever that might be as quick Every day that something like this happens, mm-hmm. and it was with FI or F1 Academy this year, we're seeing it now. It, it's just breaking down those barriers and showing people that like that's just not true. Yeah. The WEC is not a female racing like it's not a, it's not an entirely female racing category. No, racing it's just series. it's just a series. It's and that was an all female team. It's interesting because IndyCar F1 they're not, it's not, it's not legally a male series. Like it's not, there is room mm-hmm. for females. Unfortunately, we just haven't seen that because females haven't had the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. Even starting at a young age, right. we don't get the same opportunities. So to see this team in a male dominated field in world endurance championship win and get second in the championship, like, are you like, I, it just makes me really happy. And yeah. I was like, someone had messaged us asking if we were going to talk about it. And I was like, yeah, obviously Absolutely. we have to talk yeah. about it. Um, so props to them. We're like we don't follow uh, WEC, but there's just there's a lot of racing series. I'm not gonna lie. Or maybe I will now. Like if there's gonna be more of that, mm-hmm. I want to give my support. Mm-hmm. I want to you know we watch F1 Academy because it's all female led. Like we have females already doing incredible things too. Mm-hmm. So you know maybe I'll watch it next year. Also, if you are looking for some more coverage and on like the journalism side of things, um, our friend Manvi does such a good job of covering like all females in motorsport um Maddie was able to interview Marta Garcia after she had won yeah after she had won F1 Academy she does lots of work for females in motorsport she's does the podcast and she um does like off-track stuff with them so like interviews and being at, at races and being in attendance and stuff like that and she is such a great follow for that type of stuff so um if you guys are looking for like even more exposure for uh, you can follow at females in motorsport and at Maddie Mattel she mm. is just doing the best work she's a legend she's yeah. a queen Okay, yeah, this weekend there was Velocity Invitational. It's demos, it's the car show, it's racing, it's historic cars, it's new cars, um, and it is where McLaren was very heavily featured this year. Mm-hmm. And by McLaren, I mean Mc- like McLaren. Like, we saw Pato, we saw Lando, we saw David Malukas, we mm-hmm. saw Tony Kanaan, like we mm-hmm. saw everyone and there's a photo we didn't see oscar though we did not see oscar think oscar was in attendance it was very but, sad about yeah. not seeing oscar but there's a photo and in the photo we see pato lando david malukas zach brown zach brown tony Kanon, and tanner faust like where's the mclaren game show that we're asking for and in that photo they've tagged so it's from mclaren but they've also tagged errol mclaren and mclaren xe 
And I'm like, yeah, okay. So, so this is the opportunity we're talking about like here. Like what? Like we we had it, almost everyone in the same room at the same time. Right. Like where's the game show? Um, but also there's a really, really sweet video of Pato getting super, super excited to drive Lewis Hamilton's um, championship winning car. Yeah. That was like my favorite video. Like, well, and he says in the video, he's like, the way that the, that the Senna car is to Tony Kanaan, that's how this car is to me. Like, and I'm, it, it's beautiful. He's like, this is what made me fall in love with Formula One. Yeah. I was like, oh. It just like, it was just so, so pure. It was such a wholesome moment. Like he, like the joy and the excitement on his face. Like I, he, that man loves motorsport, clearly. Yeah. And just anyway, so he got to drive it and I just, he was just so happy. He deserved that. He, he deserved I'm that. I'm honestly having indie withdrawals. I'm not even kidding. I'm having indie withdrawals. I miss indie so much. Callum Ilo's birthday was uh, the other day. I know. Kate posted the cutest pictures of them. The video of them, like, laughing or... Yeah. <sighs> Gotta do a wig indie edition. Yeah. So, I know we tease that. Uh, I do want to do it, but I actually just don't want to do it till before... Or, or till, like, closer to when the season mm-hmm. starts. Because I feel like it would just get lost right now. Yeah. In, like, everything else we talk about. But, yeah. Don't think I've forgotten about Indie <laughs> Wag Edition. The problem with Indie Wags is, like, the... To make a segment of it is, like, we're, like, friends with Katie. I know. And, like, we talked to <laughs> Rachel. We talked to Rachel. And I'm, like... I Can I talk about you guys on the podcast? Right, like, right. You know, like, would that just, be like, weird? Because I... It, like, maybe it is weird that I even talked about, like, the F1 wigs, but, like, to me, they're, like, these, like, people that, like, are just, like, I don't know them, so it's not as weird for me. Yeah. But, yeah, to have, like, an actual relationship with someone. Like, we went on live last week during the red flag, and Rachel was in our live. Yeah. Like, so I, I'm, i like, okay. Maybe I'll just talk to them and be, like, so. <laughs> be, like, can I just, say, like, say your name? Can I just say your name? <laughs> She's, like, this is Rachel, she's dating David. Moving on. Right. <laughs> okay, also that's another thing. I don't know what it is, but Alexander Rossi and David Malukas. I have something else to say. I feel like I can't refer to them as drivers unless I'm saying their full name. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I were to be like, David. Oh, well, if you're not referring to him as David Malukas, it could be Papaya Dave. That's... Oh, that's also fair. I could call him fair. Papaya Dave. But, but like, the, I feel like the full name is... Like, yeah, is I called Alexander is. Rossi Alex Rossi one time and it felt so weird. Well, even just Alexander or Alex, like... I know that they're, those are their first names, but just hearing whatever people talk about them, they are referred to by their first and last name. Right, but we always say Pato. But we Pato. never say Pato Award. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is interesting. Also, Felix Rosenquist got engaged. Which is like, it makes, I love it. He So he did drive for Aaron McLaren for a while. He's still in Indy, like IndyCar series, just no longer with Aaron McLaren, but he got engaged. And he was teammates with Pato for a little while and they had such a great relationship. Probably. So when I saw... Pato's um, comment on Felix's Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was just so happy. Well, Lando commented as well, saying like, "Congrats, brother!" Like, oh. <sighs> it was very cute. Felix, every time he talked about her, he just like lit up. And even in an interview, Pato was like, "Yeah, she's great." So it's just very cute. Oh, I love it. I'm sorry. I just came across a video of Lando and Pato interacting at Velocity. I can die happy now. Like that's like the. Like, all the content but, I'm seeing that is coming out. Okay, because there has been content before. Like, I know, but... There's that like, whole video of, like, Pato trying to teach Lando how to speak Spanish. Yeah, but that's old. I know. This is, like, this new, is new content. Yeah. And I love Pato. And I love Lando. I made Lando and a Pato girly first, and a human being second. Okay? Like, so seeing them interact together, I'm I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> And he's going to be in Abu Dhabi. I know he is. And that's coming up. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm yeah. so excited. Um, we spiraled there. Uh, <laughs> might be. That, that we're going to call that. We're going to call, gonna it, call it there. Like I said, we have some more content coming out later this week. 
potentially. And if not, it'll just be a really, really long Vegas recap race. Yeah, and that will be long. fun. Anyway, this is your last reminder to watch. Well, no, because by the time this episode airs, the Vegas thing will be happening that day. The so if you're listening on Tuesday, right, when this comes out, Tuesday I know a lot morning. of you like wait for it and watch and listen immediately when it comes out. Tonight, the golf tournament of the mm. century is happening. Yes. <laughs> and that's an exaggeration. I'm joking. But, it is the golf tournament um, of the century. It is super exciting that we're going to have full swing and um, drive to survive guys competing. And I'm just going to go through the pairs really quickly, just in case you don't know who you want to root for yet. Lana Norris and Ricky Fowler. It is Carlos Sainz and Justin Thomas, Pierre Gasly and Colin Morikawa and Alex Albon and Max Homa. And I put on my story and I said, hopefully this Max and Alex combo was better than the last. Yeah. I love Max Homa and I love Alex Albon. So that's who I'll be rooting for. You guys tell me who you're rooting for. There's actually no one on here that I dislike. So this should be fine. And I'm super excited and we're going to talk about it later. I will watch Full Swing. I will try to watch Full Swing. I promise to try to watch Full Swing. Okay. Is where I'm going to leave it. Okay. Guys, we have a new outro. So we're going to give it a shot because I don't know how we never really did it before. But yeah, that was the Vegas, Vegas prep where we don't know what's going to happen. We're all in this together. Cue High School Musical. Um, <laughs> that was Vegas prep. We are Track Talk. Ka-chow for now.